Doors open. Hey, welcome. Whoa. Whoa. You you okay, Spencer? You look a little under the weather. Oh, don't get me started. Hey guys, how's it going? My name's Damien. This is Spencer. And today, on our podcast, we're talking about the plague. Now, you may be wondering, the plague, what is it all about? Well, Damien will start off and tell you about it. Alright, so basically, this book is set in a small city called Oran. In Algeria, 1940. And basically, I guess you could say it's related to our COVID today, wouldn't you say, Spencer? Oh yeah, most definitely. Because in this small city, they have been infested by rats. And we mean a lot and lot of rats. <laughs> um, I think there was, there was one part in the book where there were just 8,000 dead rats in the street. Yeah, and it just was over, it was just way too much. It was just constantly rats everywhere. And it wasn't like typical rats as we'd see today just great about. They were different rats. Like, they'd go out to the street and the rat would come up to them and start bleeding from their mouth and die. And it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> it's like, what do you do there? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And there have been many instances where people would just find dead rats under their porches trying to get in. And the doctor that was in charge of it, uh, he, he was the only one that was generally concerned at the time because people just thought, hey, this isn't a problem. <laughs> exactly. And so I guess this is a great point to actually mention some of the characters in the book. And so the main protagonist or the main narrator of the book is none other than Dr. Espresso described. And his name is Ro, spelled R-I-E-U-A-X. Yeah. It's a French name. <laughs> so uh, just think the, of Tale of Despero. Exactly. Yeah. And then basically this story is like a bunch of stories of different people's lives all compiled into an account from the doctor himself. Oh, one one thing to keep in mind as as we're talking about this is that compare like what the rats had to our COVID today, all right? And if if you just think of that, the book will be much more. Uh, you you can understand a little better. And and in my opinion, honestly, I think since we've been already in this COVID time, like this COVID era, this book is pretty predictable. I mean, it literally oh, yeah. restates everything that we've done so far in this pandemic, and it's super noticeable. And it's honestly kind of interesting to see how they handled their rat situation back in the day. Yeah. And how they did that was, you know, they thought animals like dogs and cats were also carriers of plague. And so they, uh, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean and uh, and not only that but at first they didn't want to make it a big deal like how basically our government kind of wanted to too but anyways they were like yo keep this on the down low okay and the doctor was like alright I'll do my best and basically it just got out of control and yeah I think at it's worst part all the people were in quarantine, much like we have been. And they were only able to send telegrams. <laughs> that's so, right, that's right. Yeah, and 
they could only be 10 words so they were just compiled of like i'm well love that was it it was basically a dollar store version of our texting today <laughs> if you think about yeah. it um but anyways oh what was i going with this oh and one key difference about this plague compared to covid is that it seemed way worse back then because they didn't have the modern day sciences that we do to instantly realize that this was a huge problem i mean the doctor would go on different uh patients houses to deal with them and he would just see them instantly freak out and convulse and start to go really insane and that's almost a fearful thing when you don't know how to solve it oh yeah that's for sure and then maybe maybe we should go into explaining what the plague actually did to the human body right so it created like lots of big bulges and they yeah so have any of you ever seen dr pimple popper so (laughs) you have you have the doctor okay and she's trying to inject something into like a big bulge and then when when she takes stuff out it's like it comes out of this, this yellow, almost toothpaste consistency. Oh, God. So that's, that's kind of like what this disease was particularly made out of. That was a weird and perfect way to explain <laughs> it, Spencer. <laughs> but he's right. And I guess now we just kind of want you to imagine how that would feel. Imagine this. Ah, why, hello, fellow neighbor. How's it going? Uh, it's, it's going pretty well, you know. Just a regular, beautiful, lovely day. Uh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Say, have you gotten the mail today yet? Ah, uh, I have. Oh, well, the crazy mailman must have missed my house. Uh, have you heard about the mailman? Uh, I have not. Uh, the mailman, he, he kind of came down with flu-like symptoms. He'll be out a couple days, I'm sure. Flu-like systems? Psh, I'm sure he'll be back eventually. Uh, I wouldn't be too sure about that. Anyways, do you want to read the paper with me? Oh, I'd love to. Uh, so, here are this new restaurant, Roosters. Oh, I see. Fine dining uh, guaranteed. Oh. Uh, might have to go try it sometime. Oh, look at the Daily Plague, though. Oh. 9,000 deaths? Uh, 9,000? Uh, Spencer, that, that's a lot of deaths. Uh, oh, no. Wh- where's the mailman? Hey, look a dog. Oh, what a lovely dog that is. Uh, wait, uh, uh, officer, what what are you? Oh, officer! <laughs> Why? Why'd you do it? <laughs> How could you? Well, you see, this dog might have been a carrier of the plague. <laughs> What do you mean a carrier of the plague? You jerk face! <laughs> you see, the 
plague, you can't really stop it. It's just coming, and it'll continue to come until we kill all the dogs. Ah, how could this happen to me? This officer sucks. He doesn't do his job right. Spencer, wait. Look. What? What's that? Whoa! Man, um, now those really good looking actors that you just heard before you may have exaggerated it a bit, but still, the plague was no joke. I mean, we had, they had, I mean, not we, but they, <laughs> they had uh, lots of deaths daily, and by the end of the week, the tallies were just unbelievable. Yeah, every day a new death, every day many many people were being separated from each other and to remind you this is after the rats situation had started dying down they believed that it was over because the rats were starting to be less often found in places of public areas but then it became instead of rats it was the us humans that started dying by the numbers and and we forgot to mention this earlier but Another way they uh, tried to handle this pandemic was uh, by separation. Spence, you want to kind of go into detail about yeah. that? Yeah. So they, they would separate their husbands from their wives, and they would separate children from their mothers. They just wanted to make sure that everyone was separate so that if one person did manage to catch it, much like COVID, you would have to quarantine. And either that ends in death or you somehow recover, which was very slim. That, this was very. a really slim chance. I mean, like we said before, we don't have the common sciences to deal, they didn't have the common sciences to deal with this kind of stuff. And so best they could do was tell you you're sick and be like, we got medicine over there and we, we don't know. We can take the Dr. Pimple Popper approach yeah. <laughs> or. <laughs> Of course, yeah. Or we no. could just let you die. Up to you. You got you got that big old bulge on your knee? Not anymore. And then they just, you know, squeeze the heck out of that thing. Man, I am hungry right now. Well, have you ever heard of Roostos? Oh yeah. Let's go, man. Oh, you you ready to go to Roostos? I'm ready. As uh, long as you're paying. <laughs> well, uh, we'll see about that. Maybe we'll split the check. Alright, bet. Let's go. Welcome to Roostos. I'm your chef tonight. Uh, our special this evening is a rat and meatball spaghetti. Enjoy. Oh yeah, this looks bomb. Oh. <laughs> Thank you so much for eating with us. You have a good night, alright? Make sure you say hello to LeBron James on the way out. Roostos, where fine dining is guaranteed. Hey, get back to work. I ain't getting you off for nothing. Hey, this guy stinks. 
Thank you to Roostos for sponsoring this portion of the video. Yeah, I got some rat meatball spaghetti myself. Mm -hmm. Very good stuff. Mm, I am jealous. All right. Anyways, back to the plague. And I guess more or less the ending of the book. And so, like we mentioned earlier, living in this society would be kind of trash. And it lasted forever. Exactly. And uh, kind of like our COVID today, you know, people were getting very hopeless of like the future being anything like it was before. Like their lives were going to change completely. And as we see in the book, the main character, Rue, um, he suffered a lot because not only did he have to deal with everyone else's problems, but he had his own problems during the whole book as well. His wife was very sick at the time and uh, had to go uh, send her away to a sanctuary. Was that correct? A san sanctuary? Sanctuary, hospital, same thing. <laughs> yeah, so he had to go do that. Or he, she had to go do that and they were by themselves, you know. And like everyone else in the book, you know, when you're away from the one person you love, it can be really tough, but... Um, but luckily, he had his mom. I mean, <laughs> a mother is just as good as a wife sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we wouldn't know. We're inexperienced in that part. But uh, uh, but uh, with Rue, uh, he his his situation wasn't it wasn't as bad as like some of the other people. I mean, the reporter had to go uh, basically try to find a way out of this town because he wasn't even uh, a citizen there. Um, this is true. He he was just there getting the, the scoop. And uh, unfortunately, he got tangled up into all this business when they set up the districts. And he was like, guys, you guys got to get me out of here. I'm not from here. But they wouldn't budge. And uh, But luckily, the the inmate caught her, or the criminal. He, uh, he was, I think, the only one able to try to get him off. It didn't work in the end because, you know, crime never works. <laughs> stay in school kids but uh he uh it just it just didn't come to fruition due to all the different problems in the city at the time well along with that we we said earlier that you could predict what happens at the end through covid exactly yeah so just think what's happening right now <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a second all right now that you've <laughs> thought about it sufficiently. Um, but yeah, like you said, um, if you don't know what's going to happen in this book, you could literally apply it to COVID times and the same results in the book would happen out here almost. So you could say, um, hey, I want to go travel here, but they won't let me. Um, and it's the same thing in the book. You know, the reporter said I wanted to get out of there, but they were quarantined. They were on lockdown and like today yeah you just get swatted they say get out of here next person you know but uh yeah um, um is there anything else to add is that the plague well um, basically yeah i mean that's oh, yeah. the plague um yeah that's the plague give a round of applause to uh Camus for the book very lovely book yes um agreed uh I do have to say though, the book seemed to kind of stretch out lots of uh, sentences. It's very, very boring at times, but not boring, but tedious. Yes, yes it was. But 
it did have some pretty cool parts. My favorite part was about a sermon that a preacher gave, as most preachers do. And right, in the right. sermon, he said that the rats were sent by God and that this people was heading towards damnation. So, I mean, <laughs> there have been a lot of people with COVID preachers that have said the exact same thing. So I just thought, hey, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, this preacher in the book basically just said, hey, you see all this death and stuff? It's probably, there's a reason for this. It's who did it? Like, who caused this? Like, who had so much sin that they had to come and wipe us all out, you know? So it's just like the Egyptians in the time of Moses, okay? They also had a plague. <laughs> and, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty either. Don't get me wrong. Are plagues ever pretty? <laughs> I mean, some. Uh, can you elaborate on that? I, I ain't never seen a pretty plague. I, I guess not. <laughs> case case proven. One one Damien Spencer zero. zero. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah. That I mean that was a pretty good spot in the book. I mean one of my favorite parts was the whole interaction with the the writer and the the criminal because it was so cool seeing other people's perspectives on how they're gonna try to escape the city. And in the meantime, they also had a couple of laughs together. I mean, while they waited to find the right time to escape, I mean, they went to like the cafes and just, you know, enjoyed each other's time and uh, kind of just got to know each other better. Because at the same time, you got to remember, it isn't like us where we could just know everybody whenever we want to. These are like strangers to them. And uh, yeah. Well, it looks like that's all the time we have for now. So, like we said before, I'm Damien. This is Spencer. And we're... Oh, what? Hey. Nobody move. He has the plane. What, what, <laughs> hey, what's going down? What's Sir, going on? I need you to what stay calm. Where are you taking me? Uh, Awaiting extraction. Spencer, where are you going? Where are you taking me? Landing in position. Oh, no. Um... Like I said before, my name's Damien. That was Spencer, and we'll, we'll see you guys in the next one. <laughs> Bye-bye.